on this edition. Dan Britton, head of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes on how athletes can deal with COVID-19. Welcome to another Real American Heroes special edition. I'm Oliver North and our guest today is Dan Britton, Chief Field Officer for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Dan's been with FCA for 31 years. He's a renowned speaker, writer, coach, and trainer. He's played professional lacrosse, which I love because you got a stick to hit somebody with. And of the Baltimore Thunder, I believe, he's authored, co-authored, and edited 19 books, which is more than I have, and appears as a guest on major media outlets such as Fox News, where I used to be employed, where they paid me a lot more to get shot at than the Marine Corps did. Dan and his lovely wife Dawn have three adult children and two sons-in-law. Dan, thank you for taking time to join us today. It's great to be with you. What an honor. No, no, you're kind. Dan, look, you and I know all about Fellowship of Christian Athletes, but there may be some in our audience who don't. So would you describe for our audience this great organization and your role in it? Yes, I would love to. We've been around since 1954. And for over 65 years, God has placed the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I would say, on the front lines, in the locker room, making a difference, transforming, redeeming sports through a faith-based ministry. Don McClannan was our founder, and uh, Don was a uh, basketball coach. And he had this vision that if coaches and athletes can influence in a bad way, take them down the wrong way, he said the same thing could happen they could influence them in a positive way. And so he actually founded the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in 1954 with that simple thought, gathering, fellowship, having faith at the center, and focus on coaches and athletes. And we've been around for 65 years, impacting 2 million coaches and athletes in over 93 countries. It's truly a miracle to see what God has done. And simply, we have a vision to see the entire world transformed by Jesus Christ, through the influence of coaches and athletes. Well, I, and I see it all across. I see it in my own kids. I see it in our grandkids now. And there's still an enormous amount of uncertainty out there among coaches, athletes, students, about what's going to happen here as colleges start opening up again and kids are going back to school. Give us yeah, your perspective Colonel, on that. Yeah, Colonel White, we, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. I think it's changing day by day. But uh, as we have gotten reports back from the coaches and athletes and the administrators that we work with is that, that um, we're focusing not on what's going to happen. We're going to be focusing on how we can care for the hearts and souls of the coaches and athletes. And so one of the things our 2,000 plus staff that work with these 2 million coaches and athletes in the, in the tens of thousands of volunteers is we want to focus on the spiritual journey of these coaches and athletes how we can serve them, how we can love them. There's a lot of anxiety out there that we can come alongside of them with Bible studies. And so in the midst of this pandemic, we have seen amazing ministry occur that we're doing things that we could have never done if it wasn't for this issue. And so we're seeing more coaches and athletes reach through Zoom Bible studies, Zoom outreaches. We're pulling together nations. I just got done last week. 50 top leaders for our entire East Asia global region. We had three days, six hours of training with 50 leaders. We, we would have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to pull them all together, host them together. And we virtually did it for free through the power of Zoom. And we're
seeing God just open these doors that we're pivoting and moving so that we can be there to serve coaches and athletes. And it's been a blessing just to see coaches and athletes take that step forward. Dan, I, obviously you're, you're, wit, you're witnessing God's intervention in, in the affairs of men and, and, and women in this country and globally. Is there going to be competition out there for college athletes, for example, coming in the fall? Do you, do you hear that? Or has it pretty yeah. much been canceled across the board? No, I, I, we were, we're, I, I'm, I'm, you know, usually, you know, uh, we get influenced here in the U S by, uh, the professionals, you know, that almost they set the tone. And so I've, I've been encouraged to see the different, um, um, professional sports that have taken steps, taking precaution, but taking steps that I think are leading the way to give an example for the universities. And then, Hey, when the universities and colleges do it, then that gives leeway within the high schools and the club programs. And so it kind of, in my mind, it, it sets the tempo we've always seen in the U.S. And as we continue to make those steps of, of faith that, hey, soccer's now going and baseball's starting up and, you know, basketball and, and football, hopefully here real soon, that that's going to set a precedent for then and even maybe put a little pressure for the universities and colleges to be able to go in that same direction. But, but as, as I look at it right now, I mean, I got, you know, I got, you mentioned lacrosse. I got a, a granddaughter who's a remarkably uh, gifted athlete. And I'm sure that she'll be, in, she'll be a freshman. But they are concerned about not being able to compete, not being able to have the kinds of events. I guess uh, in some cases, colleges are going for intramural competitions because they can't travel around other places. And I would say that that gives a wonderful opportunity to witness how you deal with stress, how you deal with uncertainty. Uh, for those who know the Lord, it becomes a lot easier than those who don't. Exactly, Colonel. I, I uh, had three uh, children graduate from Liberty University. All three played lacrosse there. And uh, it, my, my son, his senior season was this year. And their team was 6-0, and ranked fourth in the country. Wow. Just so excited to see him finish strong his last senior year. And then the season got canceled. And so here I am working, overseeing 2,000 staff and working with 2 million coaches and athletes out there. But I personally witnessed it to then walk with my son of the sense of loss and expectation as things kind of fell apart for him. And for him to redeem that and to see what the Lord did in his life and our family, that was very personal, Colonel. And to be able to journey with him was a great joy to see what God did through that. I was looking at your webpage, and one of the themes for this year, maybe it's the theme, is 100%. And that's because athletes can easily be distracted with the COVID virus and all the changes in their lives. It's unprecedented to have something like this happen. And yet you guys have adapted in ways that, quite frankly, a lot of people didn't expect to be able to make it happen. And it, it shows an extraordinary devotion to the cause. I would think that there's other organizations that are going to be paying attention to how you guys did 100% and yeah, not just sports. Yeah, I like that. I, it, it's interesting. We, we picked the, the, our theme uh, almost a year in advance. So little did we know a year ago when we we're picking this theme where Jesus said, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, what that would look like for us when it was hard to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And, you know, when 100% is hard to do in the middle of a pandemic. What God's calling us to do is to give 100%, no matter what the conditions are. Circumstances 
don't dictate our faith. I mean, they refine our faith. Right. And I think for us, we're encouraging our coaches and athletes in the midst of this, that even though it doesn't feel like 100% is given to you and maybe something you feel like you're off a little bit, you're at 75%. I joked with someone the other day, Colonel, that, that everyone's off in the world. All 7 billion people, whether they're a little bit off or completely off, yeah. everyone's a little bit off that they're just feeling that it's not 100%. And so here the Lord is saying those words so true 2,000 years ago that remind us to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's 100%. Dan, have you, have you heard any of the athletes say things like, well, who am I without my sport or without the thing that I'm really good at and I, getting accolades and medals and, and th that kind of thing? Have you heard, heard some of that out there? Yeah, you know, it comes really down to... Uh, Colonel North, it's about identity, right? Yeah. And I think uh, I think athletes have always struggled with that, right? Because you're 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 known for your sport, you're known for your accomplishments, and so I think it, it was always there, and it's always been a performance issue that we dealt in FCA, but now it's accentuated. You know, it seems like crisis accentuate really what the root is, and we're sensing and seeing that when that's now taken away. Now it's like, what is your identity? Is, is your God your sport? Is your God the Lord Jesus? And so, you know, we always say whether you hold up a football or whether you hold up a lacrosse stick or a baseball and you go, you know, this makes a horrible God, you know, a, a piece of leather. But, you know, some reason we, we love to make this our God and that's not a God. You know, my last question, uh, 50 years from now, uh, when my great grandkids are studying about this extraordinary time in our nation's history, what do you want my great grandkids to know about what you did, Dan, during this time? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's very simply that that um, in my work with the Fellowship of Christians, I've given my life to coaches and athletes. I joke that like Nehemiah was standing on the wall in Nehemiah six, and he's 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 up there building the wall in 52 days, miraculous, but no miracles in Nehemiah, but just simply hard work. And, and he said, I'm doing a great work and I can't come down. I'm yeah. doing a great work and I can't come down because his name was on that wall. Right. And my name's on the wall of coaches and athletes. And I would love uh, 50 years from now, simply that, hey, Dan, when his work was at FCA, that he loved God with all of his passion. You know, that's 100%. Yeah. He loved God and he loved people with passion. And if simply that's, that's what they said, I would know that, Hey, it was all worth it. That that's about legacy. And, um, you know, I'm not going to come down. I believe I hear that voice in my ear, Colonel North, that I'm doing a great work and I can't come down because I'm loving God with all my heart and I'm loving people with all my heart. Dan Britton, my sincere thanks for being with us today. These are challenging times for all Americans and you're a great role model. I, I look at my life and I say, I want my grandkids, instead of putting all the medals and the wars and stuff in the back of the, when they plant me at Arlington, in, instead of all of that stuff on it, I want the following words from Paul's second letter to Timothy. He fought the good fight, he finished the race, and he kept the faith. And you're doing that for thousands of young athletes, coaches, and the like. And I appreciate very much you being a great inspiration. Thank you. Folks, if this has been an inspiration for you, let me know because we're making a, a, a true history of these unprecedented times. And so if it's affected you and inspired you as it has me, let me know. 
And until next time, remember, the words Semper Fidelis are more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life. Thank you.